But now the question comes when we read of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing, or we read in 1 Thessalonians 4, which we'll get to in time. But we read these and we say, when, how, why, what? Why is God going to do this? And when will it come in the scheme of things? And we'll only understand that if we read the Apostle Paul. You know why? He's the only one who knew. Peter didn't know it. James didn't know it. Barnabas didn't know it. God gave it to the man he called to be the apostle of a new people, a new creation. And he tells us that the Lord will descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. And we who are alive and remain, we meaning we who are in Christ alive and remain, will be caught up together with him to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. He is going to end this church age right on schedule. And I want to show you, which I would like you to turn to now, 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15 is the longest text in the Bible on the resurrection. If you want to understand resurrection, it's a good text to get into. And I want you to skip down with me to verse 50. This I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Now, this is interesting because, remember, he is arguing for a bodily resurrection. And yet he says, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you, here's our word. How can you define that word? I'll I'll try my best to give you a concept to define that word. It is the revelation that God gave to the Apostle Paul regarding the church. The whole ball of wax is something that no one else ever knew before, that even the apostles and the prophets of his time did not fully comprehend. It was to him God chose to give This revelation, a mystery, never revealed all the way through history until Paul came on the scene and it was given to him who was called by God to be the prototype of the church age believer so that we could be instructed in who we are, what our provisions are, why we are here, what is the goal going forward, and understand the age in which we live, which we call the church age. The church age is for the church. And the church age is for church age truth. So Paul says, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. Who's the we? We always need to identify pronouns. Who's the we? Church. Those who are in Christ. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Those who are dead, they're going to be raised. We who are alive, we are going to be changed. Sounds like another passage Paul wrote, doesn't it? First Thessalonians chapter 4. He's consistent in his teaching. 
For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. What does Paul tell us? An accurate understanding of the rapture of the church will give you stability and strength for life in a troubled world. Very, very valuable teaching. We not only have to know how the church started, we have to know how the church ends because it's a proper understanding of the working of God and a trust in His faithfulness to do what He said He will do. It gives us the ability to plant our feet in a world that is shifting and shaking and when the wind and the waves of life are raging and we can stand secure and we can stand in the peace that we have in Christ because we know who we are, we know where we've come from, we know where we're going to be.